Who's Hound Entertainment presents Sounds on Vinyl, the show that celebrates collecting and listening to vinyl. And now, from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Sweden and the Speakeasy Studio in the United States, here are your hosts, Mike and Phil. AB17, AB24. Screams coming from the residence at 825 Elm Street. Respond code 3. B17, 1076. AB24. Responding from 10th and Lee. AB17, AB24. Dispatch copies. Also be advised, we've received multiple calls on this. Dispatch. AB17, 1023. I have two subjects on the front porch covered in blood. Started being an ambulance this morning and it's still under what I got. AB17 dispatch copies. Break. AB11, AB63 respond with AB17 and AB24 to an unknown problem at 825 Elm Street. AB17 is a 1023 with individuals on the porch covered in blood. AB17 have everybody expedite. I've got two dead in the basement. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show. With that little intro, you're probably wondering what the hell is going on? And I'm going to get to that in a second. But first, my name is Phil Boyer, in case you haven't guessed that by now. But as always, my brother from another mother, the guy that lives in the land of Vikings, where raping and pillaging is not just a hobby. And of course, of course, Mike, you know, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where they drink their booze out of the horns, where every day is Aquavite and they drink out of the horns. Mike, how the hell is it going over there in Sweden? It's going good, actually. Drinking out of the horns, man, all the time. I know, you know, it's true. You, You guys like to change the image, but you know, it's true. It is true. I am sorry. It is true. Everything is true. Even though, even though I would not going to go there. (laughs) No, no, no. This is not a history lesson. It's not a history lesson. Completely different. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast. Anyway. (laughs) It is. To get back to that opening that you're wondering, what the fuck was that all about? We've got somebody very cool with us today. We have got Mr jesse james freeman the dude the legend the man jesse how the hell's it going man it's made of honey you guys remember that movie where they were the, the viking or what, what was that where they were drinking out of the horns and like uh, antonio banderas couldn't drink it and <laughs> you guys know what i'm talking about i, I don't uh, I... oh come on man oh now yeah. all right i'll be thinking about that the whole show Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, it's like the Eaters of the Dead or something is what it's called. The Thirteenth oh, Warrior. The Thirteenth Warrior. It's called the Thirteenth Warrior. Okay. Thirteenth Warrior. We'll, Dude, we'll have to. Watch. We'll have to check that out. We'll check it out. <laughs> so, classic. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> Jesse's the dude that uh, played the cop on that little clip that you played for a show that we did. Uh, a while back it's probably been close to two years now that we did that project it was called a walk in darkness and he played a couple different uh characters on that for us and it was something that he's i don't think he's 
ever done before that and he just he fucking nailed it and and here's here's the other thing too that you guys may not know mike also played a character on that same podcast so these two guys have never met before jesse and mike have never met this is the first time but they've worked on the same project together so that's kind of cool oh man that's big right there yes synchronicity right there yeah yeah Yeah. you see jesse and mike doing it together (laughs) together forever forever walk in darkness yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was fun stuff, man. That that's uh that, that was a great um that was a great idea, you guys. You, you that's that's why I love hanging out with you guys. You're also talented. <laughs> oh well thank you, thank you. And speaking of talented, Jesse, his uh his usual claim to fame is being the author of the Billy Purgatory series, which is pretty fucking awesome. So Real quick, tell everybody about just just like in a like a three word or four word thing about what Billy uh, Purgatory is. Well, it's it was this really simple idea I had about a, a, a like a, a crap talking skateboard kid that fought uh, mythological creatures, oh. um, and we were gonna just do like a little comic, like a little four, you know, and and now it's um, multiple books and the world building is the craziest thing I've ever done. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. let that be a lesson to you kids. When you say you got a really simple idea. It's never simple. It never, it never works out that way. <laughs> but no, we did a whole, uh, we did a whole re We did a whole re-edit from top to bottom. And uh, they, uh, when my publisher went under, so, so went the books. So uh, oh. We just, uh, I got with my editor and a couple of people and we just like went crazy on them and reworked and added and uh, we're going to do a big re-release this year. So uh, that's what I got going. Vampires and skateboards. So get ready. Sweet. Sweet. So let's, let's dive into why we're all here. Let's dive into why we're all here. It's you inherited this big vinyl collection from your dad. So let's, let's get into that a little bit. Um, so with these records that you inherited, did you grow up listening to these or was this just sort of the first time that you ever laid your ears on them? Yeah, man, it's, it's all that I knew when I was a little kid, like um, he was always playing music or throwing parties or, you know, doing something, having people over and like, uh, it was just, uh, that was my life. That's what I knew. You know, we had crappy radio here in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So, uh, you know, it was like, uh, it was all country and, uh, not that I don't listen yeah. to some of that stuff too, but, uh, it was, uh, I guess I was in a bubble, uh, you know, I was in, I was in the bubble of this, of this, uh, collection and, um, just okay. kind of in awe of it really. Yeah. So I've seen on your, your Instagram, you post some, some of the different records that are in the collection and it seems to be all over the place. So I'm, I'm assuming based on what you just said, that's because of the the influence of your parents and what was in that, that collection, right? Yeah. My, uh, I mean, my, my musical taste is kind of all over the place as well. Um, you know, beyond my dad, I, I've had a lot of, um, sort of like music mentors, I guess, who had, who were musicians and, and had huge 
uh, collections, you know, that would, uh, that would turn me on to stuff because, you know, it, it, it's not like it was now, you know, when we were kids, there was no internet. We were lucky when we could make the, the old school, like giant satellite, like hook up with like much music out of Canada or something, you know? And I mean, you, you really had to like go looking for, looking for anything beyond like that, that sort of like sad top 40 um, radio rotation. Right. We just didn't have, you know, the world wasn't connected like it is now where I can, you know, where we can be doing this podcast and um, we can have a cat on here from Sweden. You know what I mean? And, and like, it's all, yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. happening at the same time, you know, magic of the future or whatever. Did you uh, uh, grow up w with, uh, with friends that had a similar taste in music um, or did, did you, are you like the oddball? I was kind of the oddball. Yeah. And, and then um, I guess sort of going into like high school and stuff, I, I found the other oddballs who, um, yeah. who, who were also kind of, you know, going down their own paths, you know, like the, you know, that, that, you, you know, you got a couple of friends who are jazz nerds and they start turning yeah. you onto that stuff. And then you got a couple of friends who are like um, all the electronic stuff was big, but you know, new order, um yeah erasure the cure all that stuff so you had people on that path and then like here i am coming with uh country influences from like my grand my grandpa and like all the like classic rock and r&b from my dad and stuff you know so it was like sort of like worlds colliding and and it was really like okay well i, I can i can take the best parts of everybody's jams you know And make the yeah. weirdest mixtapes ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Just the That's most awesome. out of the, you know, just 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 off the wall. Like, and I still do that, you know. With like now, it's like Spotify playlists and stuff. But yeah. Yes, the modern version of the mixtape is Spotify playlist. Right. You know, cassettes yeah. are making a not, not not to get off on a tangent, but I actually bought a cassette the other day. Like that's 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 a thing again. I never stopped buying them. I still do. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, uh, I remember buying a, a cassette tape of, of an album by The Damned when I was in high oh, school. Yeah. And like, I found it where like, I was like, oh, wow, I can order this. Like, I still don't know if it's like, if, if it's a new thing that, that, that somebody, I, I don't know. I just, I ordered it off Etsy or something. And like, it's exactly like I remember it from like high school. Like smelling yeah. that cassette tape, you know, <laughs> like when yeah. you open it up, I, I, I immediately know. transported back to like the late eighties. It was nuts. Yeah, but it's it's sort of like the vinyl. Uh, it's ma made its way back, and and so has cassettes. Yeah, it's it's really cool to. Uh, I mean, I'm a collector at heart, and like I'm I'm big on nostalgia. And, yeah, um, me too. Using that stuff to transport my brain back to the different times and so yeah uh, it, it's it's uh i'm i'm really i feel really fortunate that we have the ability with the technology to um sort of call up anything that pops in your head and check it out but yeah. i'm also very grateful that we still live in an age where um where vinyl is is like not only still here but has has made this huge uptick 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. It's it's bigger than ever now. I know. Mm. It seems like it's bigger than it was when, when I was a kid. Yeah. Which is which is kind of nuts to, you know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like I walk into Target and like high school kids are like buying like vinyl records, at you know, and I'm just like, huh, isn't that a thing? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a friend who uh, I was talking to the other day and um, she found a bunch of her records and um, her kids got a, like, I guess one of those like little crossly, you know what I mean? Like just, just um, you know, they're selling those things cheap now to like get people into it. And like she said, she was like, I had to, like, they got, they got the records out and like, I had to teach them like, how to actually like, or like how it worked because the concept was just alien to them. You know, they're, they're, you know, late, yeah. they're, they're like high school, high school kids. And they're just like, Oh, so you put the thing on here and then you, the needle and, and, and like, they just, it blew their mind. She said, and I was just like, that's just, my brain doesn't <laughs> even go there, you know, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of your collection, Let's dive into that for a second. So out of all the records that are in there, what are your favorites? What are some of your favorites and which ones you're like, yeah, this one, not so much. Uh, my old man was a huge Beatles fan. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he was, he had all the big, you know, like the, you know, Beatles, Stones, Hendrix, you know, all the, all that stuff, you know, but um, Beatles was always like his Holy grail or whatever. And so, mm -hmm. um, I get real, I get real uh, nostalgic with that stuff. And, and the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, these, these records were, were well used we, that was, you know, that, that's what you did back then. You, you played them. So right. you know, there's, there's a restorative aspect to um, me going through this stuff too. Not all, all, not all of them play so great anymore. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've really yeah. been shocked how many of them I've been able to like, you know, give a little TLC and like, uh, aside from the occasional pop and scratch, which honestly doesn't really bother me that much. You know, I think it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I'm shocked at, at how well um, some of this stuff is preserved considering the, uh, the miles that he put on this, on the collection. But, um, you know, I would say like the Beatles stuff and the Stones stuff, that's, that's like probably, that's probably the tops for me because that's what makes me think about him more than, you know, and, and, uh, right. and him, him, him like listening to records back in the day. So I would say that's the tops. The, now there's some, there's some obscure stuff, you know, you asked about that, or it's obscure to me, like, like you know there's all these like herman's hermits and like oh, yeah, the letterman yeah. and you know and, and like honestly I, I i i really never got into any of that stuff or or you know uh, but i mm -hmm. but i am going through and like um i'm giving it a second chance you know as in yeah. in this this stage of my life because um it obviously meant something to him you know but there's there's a lot of that stuff but you know like like uh, Buck Owens, you know, <laughs> just, I, I mean, <laughs> I just find the weirdest, like every time, it seems like every time I go through this collection, I find weird stuff. I'm just like, wow. Okay. 
um, Buck Owens Christmas album. Didn't know I owned that, but <laughs> it's Christmas. Let's oh. give it a spin and see what it looks like. Yeah. See what it sounds like. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Back, back in the day, way back in the day we did, uh, I was an eBay trading assistant and we sold stuff for other people. And we, we had this client that, uh, wanted to sell their record, their vinyl collection. And so I was going through it and it's a lot like what you were just saying. I'm like, Mata the hoople. What, what, the, what is this? I've never heard of this guy, you know, and all this kind of weird, obscure stuff that I thought I, I had a knowledge of that era of music, but as it turns out, I didn't know shit. Cause there was just so much craziness in, in that, in that collection. Oh, I know brother. I'm Googling stuff constantly going, wait, who is this? <laughs> you know, cause he's got yeah. a lot of like, he's got a lot of like collection albums and things like that too. You know, that, okay, that are just yeah. like, you know, um, you know, the great hits of 1968, you know, and, and you're just like, wait a minute. Okay. Well, I never heard of half of these, these, these guys before. So um, it, it's kind of weird to look them. Yeah. It's, and it's kind of weird to look them up and go, Oh, okay. Well this guy quit this band and then joined this band that, you know, that, that I do know who they are and, you know, very, yeah. you know, to see where it comes from. Kind of, those are kind of, yeah, those are kind of rabbit holes that, you know, that I can very easily get obsessed over and fall down. So, so, um, being a writer, like for me, I, when I write, I like to have loud music going and people think I'm crazy. What about you? Do you, you pop on a, a vinyl, crank it up and then just start writing or do you need silence? Depends on, um, honestly, depends on the kind of scene that I'm working on. Um, okay. Sometimes uh, I'll just turn on something like soundscape, ambient, something, you know. But right, um, right. like, it seems like the the the, the really important parts, like um, of what I do, because it's sort of like um, you know, it's supernaturally kind of horror. Uh, there's there's a lot of those elements to what I do. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll like to find something sort of like creepy you know, in places or like <laughs> if I'm doing some fight scenes, you know, I, I, I do like to put on something like hard and loud, like you're talking about just, um, I don't know. It's, it's very important. I, I don't necessarily, I, I don't like to even make notes um, in silence though. I, I gotta okay. have something going on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, even yeah. if, even if I'm just like, like brainstorming into a notebook, I, I need some music it's 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 really it's really integral to the process for me anyway and um people do look at me weird just like you said when, when i tell people that they're <laughs> like i can't have anything on and i'm just like i i i can't um i i can't do that the silence is distracting i can't i can't handle it yeah the silence is distracting it's like i i i need that i need that i need that music element to um it's almost like the the melodies organize, like help me organize like my my flow and my thoughts. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I have to have it. Does any of that music ever influence or become part of the characters or a, or, or a storyline? Totally. A lot. A lot of the uh, a lot of the first books were like um, like some old punk stuff like like the damned and like um some some harder stuff you know like uh like ramones 
Um, mm-hmm. Those, you know, and like um, Clutch, I really like Clutch. Um, yeah. And I, I listened to like I I literally like killed one of their live albums <laughs> like when I was writing the first <laughs> book, just like over and over, you know. Um, yeah. But um, like the police have been big at times in some of that. Um, Zeppelin is is becoming huge as I go back to rewrite. Um, the Stones are getting even more. Lots of like um, lots of blues, especially Muddy Waters. I love Muddy Waters. So um, okay, yeah. he he gets a lot of play. Um, there you go. Hendrix, of course, you know. And then a lot of, you know, a lot of the, uh, if I'm doing a lot of soundscape stuff, I don't have a lot of that on vinyl. So, you know, I, I go right. find that just, just, just to turn something on in the background. Do you stop for a minute and go through the ritual of, of listening to, to vinyl records and, and you stop and say, hey, what's going on here? I have to sit down and, and pay attention to this. Or is it like something that you do like separate from, from the writing? Uh, no, I can, I can honestly, they play off each other and I can, I can pick up on something even, even if I've got something going in the background, I can pick up on something that sort of like sets a scene up in my head. Um, my background is, is in, is in film and not, I like the novel stuff kind of came after, like I trained as like a screenwriter and like was really into comics and that sort of thing. Yeah. So all this stuff is very, it's very, it's, it, it's like a movie in the head. And, you know, you guys know how important soundtrack is in, 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 you know, in a film yeah, yeah. storytelling context. So it's the same thing. You know, I, I can be listening to a song that, you know, that I've listened to for 20 years and suddenly pick up on some lyrics or something. And like, The next thing I know, I'm like noting down a, a scene that it has been, you know, influenced by um, it just being the right time to, to hear those lyrics or to pay attention yeah, right. to the lyrics, I guess, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Totally get it. It's cool. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, and, and you as a musician, I don't know if, it, it, I don't know if, if that sort of... It, It's If like you the come same kind thing. of the same way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah, would figure yeah. it would be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see myself in, in all the things that, that you do when, when I, cause I, I mainly write uh, lyrics. Uh, that's, that's my position in, in, in my band. I, I, I play some guitar. I used to be a drummer way back, uh, but it's the lyrics right now. And as you said, uh, something happening in the background, I could, pick up on and and it could be only a, a line or or something there and, and and i get a get a feeling of of what i'm supposed to write right now i'm i'm perhaps i'm hiding writer's block and all of a sudden i hear in in the distance there's a phrase of something and then oh this is it yeah and then i and like it's like um achievement unlocked You know, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I yeah. know what to do. Now, now I finally know what to do with this. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Every every time I I sit there and struggle, I I listen to music 
I turn on 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 uh, uh, an LP or or I listen to Spotify or, or whatever. Depends on where I am, and all of a sudden it 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 all comes together. There's nothing better to reorganize your your your. It, just music just just literally like reorganizes you like mind body and soul as far as yeah I'm yeah totally agree but when writing music that that i would think that would be confusing you know for me it would be trying to write but then to get inspiration to read another book i feel like i would for me i, I would want to more like my brain would be into that either the music or the the book and it i would end up copying that or being way too I, influenced I, you know it. i i don't know i mean uh, but i i kind of get what you're saying too like like when i'm heavy in creation mode i don't like to read other things yeah you know yeah, like that, like that's tough. that's not that's not my prime time novel reading time right, you know because right. I, I i don't i don't want that influence but with me the the, the music is different yeah, music's different, but like for for Mike, how, how does that work? I, we're going to interview you now, Jesse and I are going to interview for a second. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm just <laughs> how, how does that work by by, <laughs> by by listening to music and then yeah. trying to write music? How, yeah. how do you separate it, the two? It's I write the lyric first. That's how 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 I go about it. I okay. I write the lyrics first and. Since I'm not um, instrumentalist, I, I only know a few chords uh, that I use on, on my guitar. Uh, I listen to the lyrics. That's how I get off on, on writing my, my own material. So okay. if, I, if I'm stuck on something, I, I'm supposed to write a lyric to, to a new song, uh, I, and I, I don't know where to start, and I don't have nothing going on for me right there and then i'll put on some music and and it loosens me up opens my mind if you will yeah yeah oh okay so it's like a uh, it, it's uh it's kind of like warm up like you're yeah yeah like you're warming up to do some hot yoga or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. okay now see, that makes sense Makes yeah. Sense. Okay. Hot yoga and getting pictures in my head, Jesse. Exactly. <laughs> I can. Uh, okay, I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. I feel that now. Yeah. No. Uh, the hot yoga podcast with Jesse and Mike. Right. Tuesdays at eight. Oh <laughs> do that. man. Oh man. I swear, wow. I'll I'll learn yoga just to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> So, what is the one record that you desperately want in your collection, but don't have it yet? Yeah, you know, you 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 hinted at this, and I really thought about that, and that's a hard one. Um, I want to get like a, I feel like I I feel like I really want to get a lot of Floyd on uh, vinyl. And um, okay. I actually have a friend that's selling off their collection. So I've got a lot of that stuff uh, queued up to be shipped to me right now. So uh, <laughs> I found cool. a secret stash. Um, my old man's got every every Beatles thing, but but like I don't have a copy of the Wide album. I would really like to get one of those. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there's just, I mean, 
this is music we're talking about guys so it's like so hard you know and I'm, it's just like the more I think about it the more it's just kind of like oh I, I really I really need uh you know I need this album by Miles Davis or I need this you know so I don't, right. I don't know if uh I think I think if you're a I think if you're a collector um an obsessive compulsive like me I don't think there is such a thing as a holy grail. I think it's what I came up with because I don't think I would ever be like, whoo, I can stop collecting now. I, I, I got a copy of that. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think the actual, uh, the search, searching it, searching stuff out and, and remembering things and, and going, Oh yeah, I should really get a copy of that. I think that's, that's a lot of the fun of it for me because i have access to all this music already you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i like i don't need to be spending money the, the money that i'm spending on records uh but i am you know um so so it's very mood driven yeah it hits different too like uh like i listen to you guys uh i, I love you guys show about uh cds versus vinyl and um yeah you know it just it, it just there's just something about it, it hits different it's yeah. it's different feels it's um all the about the mood yeah. yeah the mood the whole yeah. the whole the everything about it that yeah that they're being like a physical thing mm -hmm. and, and it, it's like you said with the cassettes the smell the touching and and the, the big format of it all yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's literally touching all your your senses, and and yeah. it's, it, and it takes you places more so than um, you know, me 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 pulling up a song on YouTube and posting it on my Facebook or something, you know? Right. It's just not the same. So I'm just gonna keep collecting, guys. I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep spending way too much money on this. <laughs> And, uh, i hear you man i hear so I, you yeah no, 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 dude, I've, I've seen some of your collection from the instagram and uh yeah, yeah. um you i'm see, like Whoa, never, never he's, ending he's dumped a little cash into this yeah <laughs> so, i have yeah i still yeah. do yeah <laughs> well well he's got to compete with blue oyster cult you know in their cowbells he's got to have more vinyl than yeah, blue right? oyster cult has cowbells so there we go Damn. speaking of uh Speaking of BOC, is there any BOC in your collection? Since your collection seems to be from that era, a lot of it does. There is not, and honestly, oh. that is a that's that's a hole that you have just pointed out to me that that will <laughs> need to be filled. That will need to be addressed. There um, we go. There, there's a lot of that kind of stuff, though. You know, um, you know, like my collection's all over the place. You guys seem like you're like way more into like. Uh, you're you guys like like roll like rock gods and um you know i have some stuff in my collection that's like uh wow okay this is really weird or this is like really 80s or really disco-y or really you know but it, it it's all here you know there's also mine on instagram account with which i curate it's of course it's my collection but it's i it tend to go it accidentally became the thing that I did when I was growing up, I, I couldn't tell my friends that I really digged ABBA. And, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We've and, all got and, that. And, yeah. yeah, and I can't tell my friends right now on Instagram that I'm a big jazz buff. I got a huge pile of records with jazz. 
Oh, and it's man. sort of like it, yeah. it accidentally became I don't I actually don't care what people think today, but it's sort of like I started the 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 Sounds on Vinyl Instagram account because I wanted to meet people like yourself to talk about music and 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 I mean you're from Texas and I, I'm from from Sweden and and Phil Phil lives in Idaho and we speak like the same language which is the language of music and we we grew up in in sort of like in this same period of time and and we have like so much in common and that's why I wanted to do when I started that Instagram account and it's it's spun on from there and there's a lot of rock people out there so it's it became mm -hmm. natural so yeah it seems like uh, it, it it seems like that um that does get a lot of a uh, lot of attention but you know yeah. it's I, I mean um i, I i'm com now completely jealous of this this mythical jazz collection you just brought up because yeah. um, <laughs> those are the that, that's a lot of the main holes that i want to fill because yeah i don't you know i have a lot of that stuff like on cd you know that yeah. I that I got back in the day, but I'm like, yeah, okay, I really need this Wynton Marsalis record, you yeah. know, and um, that stuff's Feel not that, that stuff's not that stuff's not easy to find, you know. No, but, um, Bill Bill Evans is my one of my favorites. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. all those Dexter guys. Gordon. Yep, Coltrane. I mean, I my my uh, Spotify thinks I only listen to jazz. <laughs> I discover weekly every week is just like uh uh this week it was like i listened to like a like an 80s playlist last weekend yeah. so like tuesday it was like it would literally be like miles davis talking heads um yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> john coltrane blondie it was like the i was like wow man if i if i tried to make this mixtape i i would fail like this is just the most random thing i've ever all right. Well, Jesse, thanks for coming on the show, man, and, and sharing your collection with us and, and talking about all the good old days of, of music and all that good stuff. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I, I, I do. I really love the podcast and um, actually I'm honored to, uh, you know, be able to, uh, to share just a little bit of uh, that my old man uh, left me, you know, cool. that, um, Right. I get to curate and, and, and enjoy and think about him, you know, um, right. it, it, you know, it's really cool. And, um, you know, I'm glad that, that, that there are people like us out there who are just as obsessive and nerdy about the stuff as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Thank you so much, oh, yeah. Jesse. It's been a pleasure. Oh, hey, you're welcome, guys. Thank you anytime. And um, I'll be listening. And um, you guys keep it real. Show more Definitely. jazz. Show more jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Show more jazz. <laughs> All right. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Hit us up on the Instagram and on the Facebook and wherever else you might happen to be. And until next week, later. Later. If your ears aren't bleeding by now, you didn't listen to Sounds on Vinyl the right way, so go back and listen again. Sounds on Vinyl is hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer and produced by Booze Hound Entertainment. Go to soundsonvinyl.com to support the show, to dive deeper into listening and collecting vinyl. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen so you never miss an episode. 
Thanks for listening and for all your motherfucking support.